Hello and welcome to the Essential Empowerment Podcast. My name is Amelia Adrian. Together in this space, we'll listen and learn about the ability of essential oils to heal and transform our lives. This is a place for us to diffuse wisdom, to share our understandings and to grow our appreciation for the power of plant medicine with essential oils. And I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to this teaching. This is a teaching to help you understand the best ways to use the top 10 oils in your starter kit. I'm gonna focus largely on the oils in the Home Essentials kit, which are actually the same oils as in the smaller kit, the Family Essentials kit. Simply in the Home Essentials kit, they're bigger bottles. And also in the Home Essentials kit, you get a diffuser. I am gonna talk about using a diffuser in the home because for me, it's one of the easiest, simplest ways to use the oils and to bring the oils into the home space. And I'll also be sharing some diffuser recipes, some blends with those top 10 oils that you can use to create a sense of relaxation, of peace, of harmony, of healing, of support in your home. First things first are books. So once you've made your investment in the essential oils, I would really recommend that you get yourself a couple of good books to look up, look at and to refer to. And they'll kind of become like your reference books as you start to learn more about using essential oils. So the first one that I really love is called The Essential Life. And it's kind of like a, a really nice reference book with all of the oils that doTERRA make, um, source, um, and all of the blends that doTERRA Source. And in there, it will talk about the specific properties of the essential oils, what you can use them for. But what I also really like is there is um, defined chapters on specific issues. So, for example, there might be one chapter on using essential oils with kids. There might be a chapter on using essential oils to help balance hormones, maybe an, a, a chapter to help with immune support, with respiratory support, with digestive support, all of the specific issues that can crop up and that the oils can help us with. Um, there's also some emotional issues in there that are addressed. So it's a really nice kind of start a book when you're brand new to the oils or even if you know essential oils but you want to specify the oils that you have from doTERRA and then the second book that I really love and that I use a lot and have always used is this book here called the emotions and if you can see in the light there the emotions there we go and essential oils book and this is the emotional qualities of the essential oils and this is really quite a profound book for just a kind of very simple little paperback book that we have here again it lists all of the oils that doTERRA make all of the blends that doTERRA make and it will highlight the emotional qualities of each specific oil. It will also share some of the ways that you can use the oils for your emotional support, your emotional healing, and some other oils that will partner well with that specific oil. Now, all of the oils have physical qualities and emotional qualities. And what I've often found is that, the, or nine times out of 10, I would say I've found is that the physical quality uh, reflect is reflected in the emotional quality and the emotional quality is reflected in the physical quality because we, we can't separate things out you know, we are, we are a whole being. And when we're working with essential oils, that's really what we're looking at. We're looking at the, the, the complete picture of who we are. So sometimes there may be a physical issue that's presenting 
And then when we look at the emotional quality of an oil that can support that physical issue, it can kind of resonate with us and we can be like, oh yeah, I am actually feeling that. And that may be one of the root causes of the physical issue or one of the um, symptoms, if you like, of the physical issue. So we'll look at the qualities of the oils from both those perspectives, from physical or, and emotional. Now you may have a, a draw, a pull, if you like, more towards the emotional qualities, or you may be more science-based and you may have a pull and and a draw more towards the physical qualities uh, as I say I'll talk about both and just be open to both sides and let the information kind of inform you and obviously work with what is really resonating with you good okay so we'll start with the obvious we'll start with lavender essential oil so lavender essential oil we call it almost like the swiss army knife of essential oils because it does so many things for us but we know that it is very calming that it is very soothing and very relaxing so one of the things the obvious things that you can use it for is to support your sleep a simple way to do that is to rub it onto the soles of your feet before you go to bed or when you're in bed to put a drop on your pillow maybe when you're um, in bed as well and then what can happen is as you um as you kind of go to sleep, you have that smell, the aroma of the essential oil uh, kind of wafting into your space. Another nice way to use it is in a diffuser before you go to bed. So to, to use a diffuser, I'll just show you the one that comes with the Home Essentials kit. I have it right here. And this is, mine's running, you can see it's the petal diffuser. You fill it up with water to the red mark. Maybe I'll just show you, turn it off for a moment. That's the light. You fill it up with water. Um, you can see to the red mark and then you put uh, maybe three to ten drops of essential oil into that diffuser I'm going to turn it back on um, and then put that in your room about half an hour before you go to bed and it will fill your space with the aromatic compounds that are within the essential oils I prefer diffusers to candle burners candle burners um, obviously there's the, the danger of having a candle a lit candle in your room but also when you're heating up an essential oil there can be some kind of um, breakdown of the compound of the essential oil in there and that can cause some toxicity and some some harm to our environment so I like the electronic diffusers the way they work is they simply oscillate around and release the vapor into the room and within that vapor is contained those compounds of the essential oil that then can infuse your atmosphere your environment another nice use for lavender which maybe some people don't know if you're using a really good quality lavender essential oil is for burns so you can just apply neat to the effective area i would always invite you to dilute essential oils even lavender essential oil because there's no reason not to when we dilute our pure essential oil we want to dilute it with a carrier oil so you may have started off with a carrier oil this is coconut oil fractionated coconut oil which is my preference and the reason I like this is because it's very light. Uh, fractionated just means it's had the fat removed from it. So it means it won't stain um, any clothes or any sheets or anything like that. And it just helps the essential oil drop deeper into the skin. So it, help, it actually helps the essential oil to be more effective. So I really invite you to dilute always. You can start very um, with a heavy dilution. So maybe just even two drops to one teaspoon of carrier oil and see how that goes. And then you can increase the dilution. Something like lavender, you could even increase it to maybe 50%. But go um, on the side of caution first, just to minimize any kind of sensitivity that you might have with the essential oils, which is rare on the skin, but can happen. Um, and just to kind of, you know, to feel your way into it.
But if you had a burn, the situation would need immediate attention. And so I would not be like wasting time to dilute the essential oil. I would just be popping it onto the area where I had a burn. And what I find it does is it takes the redness out very quickly. And oftentimes the burn will not actually even um, progress anything beyond beyond that kind of initial redness, which will be taken out. And the, the, the heat, the sting of the burn, if you like, is kind of taken out very, very quickly. The emotional side of lavender. So we kind of already touched on that. It's relaxing, it's soothing, it's calming, but also it in those qualities, it helps to aid expression, helps to aid open communication and open expression. So one way that I like to do this is just to take a drop of the lavender on the tip of my finger and to apply it to the throat. And just to hold it there for a few moments. And I've seen this really effectively um, open up communication in times when communication has been shut down in situations within my family, particularly within teenage relationships with my daughters, when things have been difficult for them to communicate and to express, when they have taken this application on the throat area. I have seen uh, an emotional release very quickly, maybe tears would start to fall and the, the channel of communication would be open just very, very, very quickly. You can also use it if you are about to teach, if you are about to give a presentation and you're feeling a little tense and constricted and you just want that free flow of words to come from your from your mouth and from your heart and it really does help to connect the the words the expression in a relaxed way to to your heart so that your words can be heartfelt and heart heart led and also heard then with with kind of a sense of openness and relaxation good okay next oil is lemon so lemon essential oil is really super useful for cleansing. This is the main way that I tend to use it. It is an essential oil that has a compound in there called limonene. So many of the citrus oils have this compound in them called limonene. You don't need to remember <laughs> the name, but it's just to know that for the scientifically led among you, that this compound helps with the detoxification process within the body, particularly supporting the liver. So I take this in my water you can put a drop in warm water first thing in the morning and maybe a slice of ginger um, I tend to take it in like a water bottle so I'll put a drop of lemon in the water bottle and just how it helps with the cleansing process when you're using oils internally make sure that you're always taking them if you're taking them in water that you're taking them in a glass bottle or a metal bottle not a plastic container because these oils are so are so so potent they can draw out the toxins they can leach out the toxins from a plastic container so you want to ensure that you're using glass or a uh, good metal good the citrus oils so something like lemon is uh, has an emotional quality of uplift of expansion you can remember this really easily by uh, thinking about when you cut a lemon in half and it has that kind of sunshine that kind of bright quality that expansive quality so the citrus oils and lemon in particular can be really helpful for uplifting and expanding our mood useful on kind of darker days or days when we might feel a little bit low or a little bit heavy and also the emotional property of lemon essential oil is for focus. 
So it helps us particularly in uh, times when we might be needing to kind of pay attention to detail. Maybe we're doing close work, maybe we're doing um, working at our computer or at our desk, uh, studying. And lemon essential oil just helps with, partly because it's so clarifying, helps with that kind of power of attention and power of focus. Good. Okay, next oil is peppermint. Now, the really simple way to use peppermint is to take it internally if you are feeling uh, like you have a little bit of low energy. Peppermint as a mint has the property of being uplifting. It will take the energy up. So if we're feeling like a little bit sluggish or low, particularly maybe in the afternoon or when we're just waking up first thing in the morning, it's gonna lift you up, lift the energy up. So I like to take a drop in my hand, like so. I like to take a little bit of the oil and then just to take it onto the roof of the mouth. You can also take a little bit and put it onto the temples. Just be very mindful that it's not too close to the eyes. It can make the eyes have a kind of intense watery um, effect. So don't worry if that does happen, just keep blinking and it, it will kind of blink away. And then now I am just gonna dilute it, which is very, very simple way to dilute by just, so I've got some of the oil still there on my hand and I'm gonna dilute it with coconut oil. Just a couple of drops, rub together, breathe in. And then rub onto my neck. So I've used peppermint oil three ways there, really simply. Internally, aromatically, where I breathed in, and then topically, where I placed it onto my temples and onto my neck and my shoulders. Peppermint is an oil that can calm a jumpy or bubbly stomach. It's antispasmodic in its quality. So you could take it just as I did or in a glass of water if your tummy is feeling a little bit um, agitated. It's very nice for soothing uh, muscular tension or muscular pain, which is why I was applying it to my neck and shoulders. So if you have any knots or tension there on the shoulders, you can just really rub the oil in and it will start to break that down, release the sense of constriction and pain. Um, on, the, on the head, it can also be useful if you have any kind of neck tension, any kind of constriction. It just helps to soften and relax that and ease that um, tension that you might have there. Good, anything else I wanna say about peppermint? Mm. So the emotional quality of peppermint is buoyancy. And specifically, it's known as the oil of a buoyant heart. So if there was a feeling of kind of heaviness around the heart or low feeling again around the heart, it's gonna lift the energy up because that's the nature of the mints. So you could even just take a little bit and apply it to the heart center if you were feeling heart was heavy and in need of some joy, some buoyancy. Good. Okay, next oil. I'm just going through the single oils first of all, and then we'll look at the blends. So the next oil is frankincense. Frankincense has so many different purposes and so many different uses. It's really uh, deserves almost like a full 30 minute conversation of its own, but I'll do my best just to touch base on some of the properties that it has. So on a physical side, it is anti-inflammatory. It is... Um, it is an oil that can help um, with immune support, um, uh, cellular regeneration as well. So it's an oil that we can use very effectively for skincare. 
you could put it in a clean moisturizer that you might have. Um, I really like the Virage one, which is pretty clean from doTERRA and uh, apply that to your, to your skin at night. Then you'll be getting the cellular regenerative properties of it. You'll also be getting the beautiful aroma of it. It has almost a, um, it's very difficult to describe the aroma of frankincense because it's not really like anything else that we, that we know. It's not like you can say it's like this or it's like that because it's so unique in its aroma. If you have it, you might want to breathe it in. It's very calming and very grounding. So on an emotional level, even just from smelling it in there, I can hear that my voice has dropped a little bit and just there's a, there's a, a calmer range to my voice just from that inhalation. So it's calming, it's grounding, it's soothing, it's stabilizing. So if we have any sense of nervous anxiety, if we have a sense of anything stress related, frankincense on an emotional level is gonna be really, really helpful. If we think of how frankincense comes to us, it comes from the resin, from the frankincense resin. So it's it's formed from um, a cut on a tr of the tree, the Boswellia tree is cut. And then what we call tears of the tree, the resin comes out to protect and heal the tree's wound. So this is how it can also help us if we have any kind of wounding, any kind of scars, any scar tissue, any anything like that. You can also use it, apply frankincense regularly over that. And it's very healing, very supportive for the skin. Let's see if there's anything else that I want to say about it. Good. Yeah. So one more thing is just that it is very helpful for any kind of calming practice that you might have, whether that be meditation, whether that be yoga, whether that be sitting with cacao or sitting in nature, whatever it might be. Uh, frankincense is a really helpful oil to help ground and stabilize and calm you. Very simple application can be, again, one drop just uh, turning the bottle upside down and then placing it at the center of the forehead, what we in yoga world call the third eye point and just holding it gently here. And while that's not a substitute for meditation, it can be a quick way to calm and ground yourself. You can use it with meditation as well to aid um, the calming and the slowing down process that meditation or any kind of calming practice has that you might, that you might engage in. There's so many different ways to use frankincense. One final way that I really like to use it is in a diffuser blend in a trio. So with those oils that we've already mentioned, uh, with this trio diffuser blend, uh, frankincense, peppermint and lemon, it can be a nice combination for working because it gives you a grounding with the frankincense. Um, so a stabilizing, I say, it would say with the frankincense, it gives you like a, a clarity, a focus, if you like, a clarity and a, a clarity with the peppermint and a focus with the lemon. So it's really nice kind of combination. And then another lovely combination that I like, and this might be at night um, that I would be more inclined to use. So that one, that diffuser blend, I might be more inclined to use in the afternoon or the morning. And frankincense and, and lavender together is another beautiful combination. For some people, the smell of frankincense, and this is how it was for me at the beginning, is like so unusual and can be quite almost like, um, some people can have a kind of a, a repelling um, approach to it or it can, can, can almost be like so unusual that they don't know what to do with it um, also for some people it can have a prompting association with church because of its use in religious ceremony and ritual so it's just about finding a way that you can use it that doesn't um, 
make you kind of feel repelled by it because it's very useful and if you can find a way to if that is you and you can find a way to work through that frankincense is going to give you a huge amount of healing mm. trying to think um yeah so that's that's how i would use it if i partnered it with lavender in a diffuser i would be not taking the frankincense aroma away, but I would be adding in the lavender. So it might be that I would be re-educating my senses to the, the aroma of frankincense in a slightly more uh, relaxed way. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, good. Two more single oils. And these might be slightly neglected oils in your kit. You might look at them as I did when I first got my oils and you might be like, I'm not really sure how I'm gonna use those or why I'm gonna use those. That's why I'd really suggest getting a book to, um, to educate yourself because that can be when you would turn to those other oils that maybe you're not so familiar with. So the first one is um, tea tree, sometimes called melaleuca. Tea tree is all of the antis. So tea tree is antiseptic, antiviral, anti-inflammatory, let me just check my notes, antiseptic, antifungal, antimicrobial. It's a very helpful oil for protection. Also very helpful oil for the skin. So if you have any like skin breakouts, you can just put a little bit on a cotton bud, uh, neat. It's again, it's one of the oils that's very gentle. So it actually is pretty safe to use it neat. Lavender and tea tree are probably the two that are really safe to use neat. Um, and then just put the cotton bud on the, wherever the, the breakout might be. I've got a personal story, not of myself, but of a friend who used tea tree diluted actually on her scalp. She had an issue with, let's call it psoriasis, but an issue with a skin issue with kind of very flaky scalp. Um, but one that would also, she would kind of pick at it when she was nervous or anxious or stressed and that it would just keep kind of opening and, and it would just be a really difficult situation for her she tried all sorts of different things for it she tried steroid creams she was referred to all sorts of specialists and nothing was really working so we it was it was it was interesting because it was when I just started to work with essential oils so we worked with the essential oils and we worked with tea tree we diluted tea tree and we applied it really thoroughly to her scalp and I think she just kept it on for a little while and then washed it out the first time that we did it. And she did it then repeatedly over a couple of days. And within maybe two or three days, the issue had completely cleared up. Now, it was something that she had to pay attention to. So when she had times of stress, it might reappear. So it wasn't something that was like a one time cure, but it definitely relieved the symptoms enough for healing to occur. So that when the issue arose again, she could she could then repeat and use the tea tree again to keep the situation uh, resolved. We've also used it in the home for like dry scalp, flaky scalp. You know, if you have any kind of shedding of the, you know, whiteness onto the shoulders, it can be really useful for that. It will give you the most if you sleep in it, you can dilute it and put it into your, your head. And then if you actually sleep in it, your hair the next day will be so glowing and shiny. You'll love it. Good. So it's very protective. And then if we look at the emotional reflection of that physical quality, it's going to be protective for our energy. So if you have a sense that your energy can bleed out or other people's energy can bleed into you and there's a, an issue with boundaries, which is something that most of us have to look at um, pretty regularly throughout, throughout our life. Tea tree can be really helpful. And the way that you would use it is just simply apply to wrist crease and to elbow crease wrist crease and elbow crease. And this would be if you were going into a situation where you knew your boundaries might be compromised. 
or if you were going into a situation that you knew was maybe tricky, like you're going to have a difficult conversation with somebody, or if you, you're, you know, there's somebody who you know, you kind of, when you're with them, you kind of can feel a little bit drained, or sometimes they can overstep boundaries, or you can overstep their boundaries. Very, very helpful for just creating that demarcation of I'm here and you're there. We both exist in our own place and we don't need to overlap and bleed into each other. Good. Good. Final single oil is oregano. I'm not sure most people, unless they really know about essential oils, would choose oregano. And when I first got my kit, I probably looked at it for three months and kind of maybe opened it and smelt it. I was like, yeah, that's oregano. I definitely don't want to diffuse that. It doesn't smell pretty or friendly or happy necessarily. Like, what am I going to do with that? Why is it even in the kit? And I would just put the lid back on and just pop it back in the box and I don't know. Anyway, again, that's where the value of the books and the education that you'll find in, in the community as well really helps because I realized that oregano is a powerful, powerful immune support essential oil. It is my number one go-to if I start to feel like I'm coming down with something or if I've been taken into a place where I feel like I might have been exposed to something and I just want to boost my immune system so that um, either I don't come down with whatever the thing is that I've been exposed to, or if, I, if I've already gotten ill, it will help me to reduce the amount of time that I am ill. So thinking like scratchy throat, when you start to feel a little bit icky, you have that kind of runny nose, anything like that, anything that has compromised your immune system and you want to up level and boost your immune system, you want to think oregano essential oil. The way I take it is internally, so with a veggie caps, these are really inexpensive. And I think within each bottle, there's 160 veggie caps. So they will last you a long time. These you can get these from your Totara account. And they look like this. You can take them apart. Yeah. And then you can just drop. I won't do it now because I'll make a mess on the computer, but you can just drop a couple of drops into the capsule and then you can put the lid back on. You can add coconut oil to, to soften and dilute it. And then you can take it that way as an immune system boost, an immune support boost. It's very, very helpful. You would be taking that for anywhere between two to eight days, maybe twice or three times a day. Don't want to take it longer than eight days with oregano, simply because the compounds of oregano are slightly larger than the other essential oils. They still have to be metabolized by the liver. And we don't want to overtax the liver. So take them for eight days maximum and then have a little break and then you can take it again. It may be that you don't need to take it for eight days. For me, usually two or three days is enough to see the situation out. Um, so it's rare that I would take it for eight days. Another way if you don't want to take internally is you can make a little rollerball or a little um, dilution of oregano essential oil and roll that along the soles of the feet or you can roll it up the spine, soles of the feet or up the spine. I really think it's important that everyone has these as either their you know, as part of their first order or as part of their second order, because we never know when we're going to get ill. And at that moment when you fall ill, if you don't have them, then you can't use them. <laughs> so it's just important to be prepared to have them in your medicine cabinet. And then at that time when you need them, then you can use them. 
there's a nice combination that we have, which we call the flu bomb. And that is a combination of different essential oils that can really amp up that immune support process. And in that, you would be having frankincense, F for frankincense, L for lemon, which we spoke about already. So those two single oils plus your oregano. So that's flow. And then we would add in this oil blend, which is on guard, which I'll talk about in a moment. Flu, two drops of each, frankincense, lemon, oregano, on guard in your veggie capsule. And that will give you a really powerful, um, even kind of more amplified than just the oregano on its own immune support. You can see, I think, how valuable these oils are just from all the different ways that I've already explained about how you can use them. No one really wants to be sick. No one wants to be ill. You know, it can just be costly in all sorts of different ways, not just with the impact that it has on our health, but all the other ways that it can cost us time, energy. Um, so really take it take it, you know, take it seriously, lightheartedly seriously, that these are little powerhouses that you have invested in, and they really can, they really can make a difference. Okay, let's look at the, let's look at the blends. So the first blend thing, as I've just mentioned it, we'll look at is On Guard. So On Guard blend is very helpful for immune support. It is uh, the protective blend. That's what we, uh, that's kind of one of the other names of it. The oils in there are rosemary, eucalyptus, clove, cinnamon, cinnamon bark and cinnamon leaf um, and orange. Now On Guard, so all of those single oils together are very effective and they all have different um, uses, both physical and emotional. But what's interesting with this blend is that it, it works powerfully because of the different oils and the way that they are, they have been blended together. So there is, when you blend oils together, it's both, both a combination of science and art, but what happens is that you create more than the whole. So there's basically a diversity of chemistry in a single oil that becomes greatly enhanced when it is blended together with other oils. <coughs> Excuse me. So blending multiple oils together, which is what we have here. First of all, we have the single oils. Now we have the combined oils in blends. Increases the number and the diversity of individual constituents. And the thinking is that these then begin to act on different targets within a single biochemical pathway or even multiple different pathways and specifically with on guard to create a range of different immune responses. So it's not just working in one system, it's working in a range. So you basically have more achieved by the blend than you can by the single, um, the single oil. The, the, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, if you like. And that really is the magic, I think, of this blend. So the way that I like to use this blend is if somebody comes into the home and they're coughing and spluttering, this will go in the diffuser. Sometimes I will just use this through the winter as a protective um, diffuser blend, maybe first thing in the morning. The wild orange component to the oil gives it um, an expansive kind of mood boost, uplifting. There's a little bit of a Christmassy aroma in there and that comes with the cinnamon and the clove, I think, um, that's in that blend. And it also creates almost like a protective aura. So if you're looking at it more from an energetic perspective, you can think of it as creating a perspective aura in your home, excuse me, a protective aura in your home, in your space, um, and also gonna lift mood and boost immunity as well. 
Next oil blend is Air. Air blend is delicious, fresh. It is designed to support the respiratory system. In there we have peppermint, we have in there lemon, we have tea tree in there also. It's gonna check the other oils. We have laurel leaf, how could I forget? One of my favorites. We have Ravensara, we have eucalyptus and we also have cardamom. So there's a, there's a lot of leaf oils in there. And if you think about what the, you know, if you look at a leaf in nature, it has the veins of the leaf kind of going through it all. And that is very reflective of the lungs. And you'll often find this, that the part of the, the, the plant that the oil is extracted from, from is going to reflect the body system and the energetic system that it's going to work on. So lots of leaf oils, that's going to work on the lungs, that's going to help, um, help with the respiratory system, with good breathing, with clean, open breathing. Great oil to diffuse if you're feeling congested. Great oil to diffuse if you would like to cleanse and clear the air. Great oil to work with very, very simply is what we call a t-shirt tent. I'll show you. Where again, you just take a little bit of the oil. You can rub it, you can dilute it. I probably should just do that just for extra safety and good measure. So I've just diluted a little bit with the finger and then into the palm of the hand. And then I'm just gonna rub it across my chest. I'm gonna reach from corner to corner of shoulder. So there's lung points right here and on the other side. So I'm just gonna reach really feels really refreshing all the way across my chest and then I'm going to rather than have to do a steam you can use it in a steam but this is quicker I can just put my head in my t-shirt I can breathe it all in and suddenly my sinuses start to clear my breathing starts to open everything starts to function a little bit better I can actually even feel my shoulders relaxing just from shoulders dropping back and from lungs and chest opening so this would be helpful any kind of respiratory conditions thinking of kind of difficulty with breathing um, sinus issues um, when you have a cold thinking of um, if somebody was having nighttime snoring you could put a drop on the pillow of the culprit <laughs> you could diffuse by their bed you could rub onto the soles of the feet some people use this blend specifically for sleep to help them rest to help them get good quality um, inhalation and exhalation as they're breathing which can help us with an even quality of sleep if we look at the emotional side of it, this really is another nice way to use it, is to think of it as releasing sadness or any kind of stuck held emotions or feelings that might be held at the chest. In Chinese medicine, it's thought that each organ holds a feeling or is associated, if you like, with a feeling. So, for example, kidneys are associated with fear. Lungs in Chinese medicine are associated with grief or with sadness. So this is a really helpful blend if there's a sense of um, holding on to grief or sadness and you would like to invite that to release and to let go. So it's not that we, when we work with the oils in an emotional way, it's not that we're looking at um, eliminating the feeling. What we're looking at is acknowledging the feeling and allowing the feeling to move through us. And really that's where I think the emotional aspect of using essential oils is very, very powerful because it can help us look at the feeling, befriend the feeling almost, so welcome the feeling in, in order to allow it to move through us. 
So this is one that if you were having any sense of grief, any sense of loss, any sense of constriction or feeling stuck, then air blend is a really, really helpful one to use. Some people also use it for exercise. Some people use it for, I've used it, use it quite regularly for yoga practices. And when I use it on my students, I really experience a deep energetic shift in the room. So as a yoga teacher, I will pass the oil around I'll take a dropper and put that onto the top of the the the, the bottle and drop a, a little drop or two into the hand of each student and instruct them just to rub their hands together and apply it over their chest and then breathe in and I really notice from observing the expression on people's faces from observing the posture of their body and from tuning into the energy in the room how transformative that blend is for people Good. Two more blends in this kit, in this starter kit that you have got. First of all, Zengest. Zengest is one of the more medicinal oils. We tend to think of it as a more medicinal oil. So in this blend, we have peppermint, which you might remember is calming for the stomach. We also have ginger, which we know is very calming for us for kind of um, any, any kind of stomach issues, digestive issues. We have caraway, we have coriander, we have aniseed, we have tarragon, we have fennel. So lots of seeds in there as well, which is also very helpful for the digestive system. So as kind of the name says, Zengest, really helpful reminder that this is going to help you with your digestive processes anything around the gut nausea um, sickness are very helpful for any kind of reflux any kind of sense of um when, when there's been like a sense of overindulgence whatever that might be in, in heavy foods or maybe in too much drink um, this is very very helpful also helpful for any kind of symptoms around the the process of digestion and elimination so thinking of it for those uh, processes and what's worth knowing is that the oils nature has an intelligence nature has an innate intelligence and the, the body will know how to process and how to work with that, with those oils. The body will just automatically work with them in the way that is appropriate. So you might think, well, how can I use the same oil if I have constipation as if I had diarrhea, for example? I can't give you the science on that, but I just know that you can from personal experience and from witnessing many, many other people working with this oil. It's a balancing. This is what the oils give us is the innate intelligence of the oils work into the body. The body reads them because of course we're of the same, we're of nature. The body reads them, the cell reads, the cells read them, knows how to work with them. The body knows how to metabolize them. And it starts to bring us into a place of balance. Good. I'll give you a personal story about Zengest. So when I first started using the oils, I'll give you two stories about Zengest. When I first started using the oils, uh, I was brand new. I didn't have any kind of aromatherapy background or any kind of a, a background of using essential oils. And I was I was learning. I was just learning on, on the go as I was working with them. It was New Year's Day. Uh, this is many, many years ago. And we'd had all of the family over. We'd had a really lovely family meal. And I'd cooked for everybody. It'd been really, really beautiful. And then everyone had kind of toddled off home. And then it was kind of early evening and I just started to feel like really nauseous. And basically I think what had happened is I just had eaten too much rich food throughout the whole of December, culminating in this beautiful big kind of New Year's Day feast. And my body was just like, 
enough, enough, enough with the mince pies, enough with the rich food, like enough. My body was telling me that I had over, overindulged. It wasn't alcohol because I don't really drink much alcohol. It was really, for me, it was food. So I kind of took myself off to bed. I tried a homeopathic remedy and actually that wasn't, which normally would have worked for me, a Nuxvom remedy, homeopathic remedy, and that really wasn't doing much. So I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna have to sit this out, this horrible, nauseous feeling. And then I just had got my oils and I remembered, I was like, okay, let me try that blend that, that's called Zengest that is kind of for digestion. Let me just try it. So I put a drop in water and took a sip and no kidding, within maybe five minutes, I was right as rain, no nausea, no sickness. I got up and I could go downstairs and finish the rest of the evening with my family. So it was quite profound and quite illuminating that these oils were useful on a medicinal level, on a physical level, because really I'd gone to them for the emotional support. And that was really what I was what I was seeking and what I was receiving. So for me, that was a big light bulb moment. Now, for you, it may be the reverse. You may have come to them for a physical level, a physical support, and then you find the emotional support. And that might be your light bulb moment, which is why I just invite you to be open to both uh both aspects of support that you can get from the oils both the physical and the emotional and then another story for Zengest is I was working in a um like an event and on the at the event there was another person there who was um like running running part of running the event and she had food poisoning she had got food poisoning the, the night or two nights before I can't remember I think it was just the night before um from a takeaway and she was literally like she couldn't keep anything down she was like struggling to make her way through the event she was just really in trouble so I I had her take some Zengest in, internally in some water and I had her rub some diluted onto her belly in the direction of digestion and then off she went and I didn't see her again for a little while and then a couple of hours later she came back to me and she was absolutely right as rain nothing wrong with her whatsoever and eating Chinese food <laughs> like which I don't know maybe not so wise but that's she felt she could cope with that because everything had been resolved really quickly with the Zengest so I've seen this numerous times this is one that we go to in our home for the kids for myself for my husband this is this is one that you don't need every day but when you need it you really need it so keep it to hand keep it front um, and center of your mind so that on that day that moment when you might need it you remember how to use it so simple to use in a drop of water drink it that way or rub it onto the belly and um, and take it that way there is an emotional component to zengest as well we do think of it tend to think of it as a medicinal oil but one of the ways that we can use it on the emotional level is if we are are experiencing a lot and we need support with processing that so sometimes we have a lot of information coming to us or a lot of emotional stuff to process and to digest. Zengest is very helpful for that. So if you're going through something or if you know you have a tendency to, to take on stuff or if you're, you know, you're processing and digesting a lot right now, then Zengest could be something that you take regularly. Again, you could put it in, excuse me, in your water bottle. It could be a drop in your water bottle and you take that daily. If you have any kind of digestive issues and that's something also that you're working with, again, I might suggest that this would be an oil that you would work with regularly, maybe on a daily basis. Good. Final blend is Deep Blue. 
You'll notice deep blue has a safety cap. So this is not one that we uh, suggest that you take internally. And the reason that we suggest you don't take it internally is because one of the oils in this blend is called winter green. And that is one that we do not recommend that you take internally. So it's a very bright blue oil. It's a very pungent, strong uh, aroma to the oil. And I would always be using this topically. It's rare for me to diffuse it. It's, it's really one that I would be using on the skin and I would be diluting it with your coconut oil so that it is applying safely to the skin and absorbing down deep into the layers of the skin. So there's three categories of, of essential oils in this blend. So we have the mints, we have the tree oils, and then we have the floral oils. I'll just give you a little mini breakdown of what's in the blend. Sometimes it helps to understand what's in there so that you can understand how you're gonna use it. So you have, first of all, wintergreen. Within wintergreen, you don't need to remember this, but just for those science-minded among you, there's a compound in there known as methyl salicylate, which is soothing. It has a soothing sensation and is also uplifting, calming, very deeply penetrating, especially when we apply it topically onto the skin. You have peppermint in there, which we know supports the respiratory system. It has uh, supports the digestive system. The menthol and the menthone in your peppermint is cooling, has a cooling sensation, and then also that invigorating aroma. In here also is camphor. It's a white camphor. Now, those of you that know a lot about aromatherapy, you may say, oh, well, camphors are toxic, aren't they? But this particular camphor is not. This is a specific white camphor. It's a tree oil. Um, it has two compounds in there. It has limonene and 1-8-cineol. You don't need to remember these names again, but just to know that it is a soothe, has a soothing property and a cooling effect. We have flower oils in there. So we have helichrysum, which is very helpful for any kind of wounding, scar tissue, anything like that. We have ylang-ylang and we have osmanthus. And each of these is super helpful to bring relief, to bring support. It's unusual to have so many flower blends in there, um, but it's really there to, uh, to soothe and to support along with all of those penetrating and clarifying properties of the other oils that I mentioned. So this is an oil that will, you would be using for any kind of muscle tension, uh, any kind of um, stiffness of the joints, stiffness of the hands or the fingers, uh, muscle tension, maybe around the neck, maybe around the lower back um, or the mid back, any area that needs a little bit of support. You can dilute it, as I say, apply it maybe before exercise or after exercise. One of my favorite ways to use it is as a muscle relaxant, but in a bath. So I'll take a handful of Epsom salts and I'll put a drop of the deep blue into the Epsom salts, maybe a squish of um, fractionated coconut oil as well to help it really absorb throughout all of the Epsom salts. I'll pop that into the bath and have a nice good 20 minute soak. So you'll get the aroma, the kind of refreshing and releasing aroma, and you'll also get the calming and the relaxation and the softening and the soothing of the muscles. So if you've overworked muscles, this is really, really helpful. Good, and then if we look more to the emotional side of Deep Blue, it is an oil that is really nice to think of as one that helps us, I know this might sound strange, but it helps us uh, befriend our pain. It teaches us that pain is not like a, uh, uh, something to, um, to, to, to kind of show us cruelty, but pain can actually be a teacher. It's really one that helps us lean into that because it's only once we can acknowledge the pain or the suffering that it has the ability to be released. 
wintergreen, that oil in there that is very penetrating and soothing, this, the emotional quality of wintergreen is the oil of surrender. And sometimes that is the only way through our pain, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, it's a way to really soften and, and surrender and let go of constriction of holding on to allow the pain to, 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 to allow ourselves to be with the pain, but to also there, there following through from that, once we allow ourselves to be with it, we allow it to also dissipate or to even lessen. So it's almost a, a teacher in helping us to understand that the nature of pain is really just a way to help us um, assimilate all of our experiences. Good. So that's your oils. Those are the top 10 oils in your kit. They are excellent, excellent support system for, I would say, around about 80% of any health issues that you're going to have. My dream and my wish for you now that you've made this investment is that you use your oils they won't be used if you keep them neat and tidy in a box in a cupboard somewhere safe so my invitation is for you to keep them out where you can see them to keep them by your sink to keep them by your um, bedside table to keep them in your bathroom select the oils that you love to work with and to keep them safely in those places and really let them be teachers the way that you learn about the oils is by using them. Now, I have a relationship that I have nurtured and, and really kind of dropped into in using essential oils. And my connection to them is very strong. And I have my own um, uh, relationship with them. But what you'll, what you'll get the most from if, if you work with the oils is if you develop your own unique relationship to them. So you let the oils be your teachers, you let them be your friends, so to speak. You allow yourself to fall in love with them and the support that they can give you. And from that, there is a very liberating experience of being connected to nature, being connected to a source of healing, a source of inspiration, and also a source of self-knowledge. So keep the oils close to hand. I hope this has been helpful and you feel confident to use the oils. Best way to use them is just to open the lid, smell it, and then work with it in the ways that I've shared, also in the ways that the book shares, and also in with your own intuition as a guide. So how is that oil asking to be used by you? Are you just wanting to breathe it in? Are you wanting to put it in the diffuser and have it running for a couple of hours or an hour next to you? Or are you wanting to apply it to your body, to put it in a bath? Thinking of the, these different ways and really letting yourself be the guide. I hope this, I really do hope this has helped you and really inspires you to move forward with with your connection to the oils sending you many many blessings and much love and i'll see you really really soon take care